Hello and welcome to Royale Without Cheese, our bi-weekly podcast in which we discuss both the classic Indian known of heart and popular cinema from then and now. We are your hosts, me, Miguel Aydu, Leonardo Miranda. Hello there. And Tomás Freire. Hey, hey, hey. Today we talk about ambulance. But before any dues, don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment, or simply give us a like. Ambulance is a 2022 American action film directed and co-produced by Michael Bay, being a remake of the 2005 Danish film Ambulansen. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal and Yaya Abdul-Mateen II as adoptive brothers who hijack an ambulance after robbing a bank, taking a paramedic and police officer hostage. Shot during the pandemic, its reception was polarizing, but critics lauded Bay's ever-so-bombastic direction of his action sequences. But coming around to the opinions that matter, amidst all the fresh bayhem brought by the Bayman, what did Royale actually think of Ambulance, fellas? It's a solid action film. Yes. Not too much. I do agree with this complain, monologue complain, bit complain with now. the Bayham. I think <laughs> it does achieve some pretty cool shots. Right. <laughs> um, let's say this. <clears throat> Michael Bay is not a director I find very appealing. <laughs> uh, I, I think there are far more skillful action directors out there and action films of the course, dynamic, high-octane shots than this guy. That said, let me put this into context of the film that we have before us, Ambulance. The start of the film, and pretty much the first half of the film, bores me to death because his inadequacy <laughs> to do calmer scenes, dramatic scenes that reveal the, the inner conflict and the motivation of the character in a contained, nuanced way is out of the boat, or should I say, out of the ambulance. It's dead on arrival. It's flatlining. He doesn't have it because the only knowledge he has of mise-en-scene is carried from his you know, technique on action films. He basically borrows what he knows of mise-en-scene from the action sequences into the drama scenes and he doesn't know how to do anything else he's not versatile that way in fact contained is not an adjective you can apply to this director because he's not he's not contained he's bombastic what, so what moments of containment are there in the beginning because it starts off insane yeah exactly that's, that's my point no 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 no, no, no. it starts off with the the drama of the, ah, the, no, the surgeries exactly the thing is it is not contained, he can do it, but he's supposed to be at some level. The fact of the matter is that for me, it doesn't work. I mean, he's, I'm laughing through and through at these scenes. That's how bizarrely... You're laughing at this, at this poor woman who needs surgery? Heartless, I am, heartless I am, man. I am. I'm, I'm laughing at his technique. I'm laughing at how obvious he is in his editing, at how his shots don't seem to match each other. <laughs> like, he, 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 his idea of filmmaking is to have handheld the fuck of everything and then if you see some cool ass smoking shit smoking hot or just smoking explosive give me a 360 you know pan or like a sudden zoom or whatever and we will find it out in the editing it's literally we'll finding out in the editing because the biggest problem with it's me beautiful is that particularly in the in the dramatic scenes he there's no intention behind the shots he doesn't he, his idea of the mise-en-scene is uh, let's make the shot look slick and cool, and that's about it. He doesn't he doesn't concern himself with the needs of editing and how does this mesh together. There are shots that start out uh, with this great swooping gesture of a, of a movement because they are drawn, 
and on themselves they look cool cool all right you know you can craft that but in connection to others they don't make sense because when you create this big swooping movement of with the drone coming in from a doorway and you know i have this image of the robbers getting out of the the bank it doesn't result into anything it's a movement that you know wants to result into something something new and change the pacing of the sync it's not changing we go back to the same after that shot concludes itself which is a big swooping shot brings another kind of energy we go back to the same kind of fast paced cut based on handheld shots pace that we had from before and this happens constantly on the scenes so when you have the dramatic scene contained at his home talking with uh, with the hospital trying to get surgery for his wife when you have him meeting his brother who calls him on to the bank robbery thing and then when they go to rob the bank and they're inside the bank you know there's little you know altercations between them and the bank people i feel a lot of this um these problems you know there's uh, the difference between the quality of the shots there sometimes are freaking shaking all over the place and sometimes are more contained you feel there's a lack of intention behind them. You feel that he completely tries to find how to piece this stuff up in the editing because he can't think them outside the quality of an action sequence that is bombastic. He can't bring himself to a different tone. Everything is shot in the same tone. He's not versatile as a filmmaker. He can't think these things straight. When he gets into the chase, sequ into the chase sequence, all right, I think he becomes more interesting. And they're developed in like like episodes that are very interesting to watch. And you know, if you have a, a swooping, strange camera shot with a drone there, I can accept it more because we are constantly, you know, there's there's movement imprinted onto that shot with these moving trucks and these moving cars and these this high octane dialogue going on with calmer scenes where people are just standing and you suddenly have a building look. <laughs> you have a whole movement of a drone going up and down the building for no reason it's like what the fuck is going on or, or you know it doesn't warrant this kind of movement there are just things actions in these earlier moments in the movie that to me do not warrant this kind of camera movement or pacing and then of course coming back to the opening sequence him talking to the just on the level of the dialogues and how he edits and the cuts and how he doesn't really uh, address any subtlety, any nuance in his film, because he's not contained. He's precisely the, op the, the opposite. That's what he likes. But that hinders the emotionality in the scenes when they are we're talking about calmer scenes. The phone with the hospital is like, this is about real life. This is about real human beings cut to baby face, <laughs> feeling the screen, the, the shot of his baby, Dutch angle, close up, sun, sun going up. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then the wife is right there in the next room just carrying the baby like oh <laughs> what the fuck? and he's having this call and we need to cut to her and he's all he goes outside the house and he's the big man big man going to the to the job interview I, ha I have all i need right here taps into the house american flag behind him sunset and i'm like jesus fucking christ how obvious can you get and it's just awful and, and then by the end when they're on the chase sequence his wives call him hey baby how the interview went it went great ha 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 is there a smile He's clearly on a fucking chase. <laughs> How do no, you but that, that moment shit? was calm. That, that moment mo was ah, chill. Don't call me. It wasn't calm. You know, he she believes that, and I'm like, <laughs> this is not calm. This is not calm. <laughs> I'm just laughing at this. It's so ridiculous. And then you have moments with Jake in the hall. There are, you know, obviously comedy. It was a moment where the ambulance was stuck in traffic, and they had of the course, time. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had a little time. Uh, Nah, and I just love these films where the sick person 
because of the heist gets a lot of money but it's like cash so what it's just gonna she's gonna put that in the bank and no questions are going to be asked <laughs> yeah. just spend it smartly little, little just things. clearly this is not going to work <laughs> you need to launder that money go, yeah, exactly. go go get a criminal to do that for you yeah because, yeah because no way that bank is gonna oh yeah yeah you're that poor family who just got a million dollars that makes sense <laughs> yeah well anyway you know what's your opinion on all of it you know what do you think of all of all of this do you agree i mean i i great? love the fact that michael yeah, bay love... quotes his own film with yeah, that was uh, yeah. mentions the rock, the rock. yeah just Dwayne? okay that's brilliant genius yeah i think i don't know i don't take the film that serious i mean all the criticisms much said are valid and true yes. and you know the film is stupid a lot of times but i i don't know i accept all of it because it's not a super it's not like the film you know is aiming for anything that much higher than what it is which is you know a straight action film chase you know, in an ambulance in a contained space. And that that it does it really well, I think. And from the beginning until the end, I think the, the setup functions really well. And then the way it develops functions really well. I just thought it was a really well-made action film. Yeah, emotionally it's you know, it is what it is. It's not like I'm I'm crying watching it. But you know, I like the characters. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. He's really funny, and the uh, character really is funny. kind of an idiot. <laughs> There's a line he says that, "Well, I would like not have her piece, but we don't get what we want." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I know you put the fucking you know a dying woman in the baby. You know, it's easy to connect. I like. Uh, I know it's a cheap way, but I you know I I like uh, the, the guy. Is, you know, he's doing it for his um, wife and his baby. And I'm not gonna hate on him. That's not the point. That's not. That's just not the point for me. You know. It, it, they're actually just because it's an action film doesn't mean it can't be well done on the part of the drama and the motivation fair enough you see a woman with a baby you instantly connect fine but his mise-en-scene around these scenes is god-awful in my opinion it's not all of them in that first I scene think yeah so. yeah in I that agree. first scene the, scene the rest of the, the brother, you say he has no intent he has intention you his intentions you know are debatable whether they're sure, good or he not he has intentions that's true but he has intentions he's in... a very unthoughtful filmmaker he thinks about exactly not the shots in themselves as meaning but as rhythm and intensity and what what they achieve with each other in terms of creating a you know that high intensity octane that you were talking about. Fair it's enough. Not, but I know, think it's not it, it kino. Just... It's not pure cinema, but it works in its uh, in the aims of the film. I think, you know. And as far as his films go, you know, there's a lot of them that I I can't sure. watch. No, just in terms terrible. of comparison, I, I you know I I I think I can more easily watch this film than watch a Transformers movie, but. Uh... The thing is, okay, fair enough. I see what you, what you're getting at. He's clearly more of a person of the connection between the dots, and even because he's always, you know, cutting us at, at a fast at such a fast pace. And what he wants, I think, is the end result of the scene to feel like that uh, heartwarming sunset and the family and whatnot. But to me, it's very, it's very crippling on the movie, on the movie, you know, on the movie's uh, protagonist, wait, or me believing not... him, or me connecting with him. I just don't like it because there are films of this nature. They're far more greater, and they're action films, and they have you know, uh, you know, the wife and the baby. They have all those elements, but but they do it greatly, or they do it interestingly, and they do it with high craft, and 
and to understand what these moments mean. You know, I, I, you have other movies that are high octane action with sound effects coming to the beat and the camera doing weird stuff that enhances the experience of uh, the dynamic of the action of punching someone of hitting someone like baby driver mad max fury road the john wick movies okay every each of them with various degrees but baby driver has they're not I the guess. same movie as michael but i, I prefer but this film to baby driver for, for example i could more easily watch baby driver but uh okay yeah i, th I agree like, i think baby driver is a bit too too much yeah, like, of itself uh, yeah okay uh I'll keep naming but, names yeah, because but I Mad think Max, of they, course, they are yeah. in this style of the next highest, week. Maybe Driver, Max, Max, Royal Man, or Tony Scott, The Matrix, you know, Kingsman. Uh, Kingsman, no. Yeah, to me, Kingsman <laughs> is a fun film, and it does it right. All right. I, in I terms of the camera, fun. but yeah, sure. It 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 totally hits uh, the points, mm -hmm. and it hits the high octane action. Different tastes. In a beautiful different way. tastes. <laughs> but different I, I think of course, of course, this, this will warrant Kingsman different tastes. You know, I could do without Kingsman. Ambulance, I need it in my life. <laughs> I don't. Uh, and yeah, Matrix, you know, Heat. I'm not saying that Heat is the same as these other films or Baby Driver or, or Kingsman. I'm saying that. But, you know, these, of course, is a long list of films are various degrees of films that are compartmentalized in this style of high octane actions that cuts the beat of sound effects and, you know, has a different taste, has a different taste to your normal action film like The Expendables with Sylvester Stallone. It's not the same thing. It's not the same style. Um, and to me, those, you know, there's just the other directs out there that are much more interesting and don't, don't tire me. The, the beginning is very tiresome for me. But and then, yeah. No, I'm just going to say that despite everything, you still get the sense of a director behind this film. And when, when you watch films like The Expendables, it's like, there's no, oh, of course. who's the director? It's, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's bland. It's actually, sure, sure, it's, sure. it's explosions. It's but you don't really get a sense of of a hand There's of an American here. poet hand there, <laughs> and you do like, get at that. The with thing Michael is, Beck. so what? Like it works when you get to the action, but it doesn't work. You know, it's really no, I think it works for when... most of it. I don't know what you mean. When is the action? When does the action start? For when you? the chase sequence starts. Which, when they get on the ambulance what? and to get on. That's forty-five minutes in. I do, I think it starts when they start robbing the bank. Even even then, for me, he's doing things that uh, are, are just that are uh, intense because it's film. action. I like think the, one one of the things he could have improved is it's like this spatial awareness of the bank scene where we kind of get lost in where the characters are going and everything that is happening. I think he should have um, blocked a little better, and uh, I don't know. At least for me, it was a little confusing to understand where everyone was going and the space itself. Um, Something that you could uh, yeah, have... of course, because he kind of—it's to me this is the problem. In these calmer scenes where characters are stationary or just walking, he just finds ways to get the camera rolling in weird, in weird ways, having these swooping gestures. Every camera movement, every twi twist and turn is different. But I don't see what motivated this shot. What motivated this thing? When it comes to the action, it it flows. In the calmer scenes, it doesn't flow. Even in the bank, I'm, I'm. There are things happening in the bank that I'm totally. It puts me off. It knocks me off. Uh, I don't see why. And I get your argument of he doesn't see every shot as a unit of meaning, but perhaps the whole. Fair enough. But to me personally, I guess it's a question of personally. 
it hinders for me. It's it's really I, I can't help but feeling how there are other movies that within the the style or of action movie that this is that I find more interesting. Um, and I mean, of course, gets, if you course go analyze yeah, the yeah. shot itself, there are plenty of shots that are just an interesting. Perhaps it could be uh, longer. A lot of them, I felt like the yes. dr- some of the drone shots even during the chasing, like they're so unique and the. As of right now, when they're seen in films, in action films, and I wanted to see them more, but it just cuts away from them a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think you could have done a couple of um, tracking uh, tracking shots uh, with with drones. I mean, yeah, just yeah. make the that scenes longer. longer. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. it feels like he uh, just um, uses drones like um, to make an, an opposite movement of the scene yeah. and sort of catch the characters uh, yeah. in reverse. And that's why I think sometimes Smash feels like when he gets to the to scenes without drones, like it's very jarring because you know you meet them against the action, and then when you come back, it's it's something that goes along with the action. And I do agree. I think that sometimes the drones are are coming out of the out of nowhere just to make a a, a bold movement uh, because he's more interested in the dynamics in the movement itself than he is in the resulting effect of the of the shot it's not all it's not always it's not but convincing. i think he it's not always just, just wait for his next film and you'll see better drone use. you'll see okay better. okay yeah i mean I, uh, I, was, I think he referred to the yeah. referred to like tongue-in-cheek not really he said it's a study in tension it's like sure in what tension as intention ah, yeah uh, tension uh, which is like yeah i mean that's a better description than like an emotional film because it's not an emotional film it's more of a film about upping the ante always like something more more intense happening you know and it's what Tomash doesn't like it doesn't like that when the the two guys are talking about doing the job that the camera is moving around them and cutting like jump cutting between them Jake yeah, but that's the brother. Even I Nolan does that. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it worked. He's doing. He's always keeping that tension that he wants to keep through the whole film, which is you know fair enough. I don't. I don't mind. I don't. It's sort of like similar to what we talked about in Oppenheimer. Actually, I don't mind the constant acceleration of the film here because it's different degrees of acceleration, but it's always accelerated. I think the color, calmer moments are calmer in a way that makes sense in the Michael Bay universe. Like it's not the, the insanity of a chase scene, but it, there's still the, you know, those Dutch angles, the, the, the chup, jump cutting. It's a style that can be annoying. And for me, it's, it's been annoying in the past, but here it didn't bother me. I think you yeah, know, I know. It, it, overall, it overall has enough elements to keep you engaged and i think the the performances are interesting uh and funny as well um and just the, the premise is so outlandish that yeah, it exactly. kind of keeps you motivated to see i mean just the sort of thing only a genius like bay would do mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty much how you you summarize it yeah i just i enjoy seeing it be pulled off like this sort of film it's fun to see it feels like you enjoy a what? seeing the film be done like the the development of the film is fun like it's very interesting to see a film like this i don't it doesn't bother me it doesn't bother me and but if to, a film has jake gyllenhaal unhinged 
It's always good. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's one line he says, really which is good. like, What are you doing, vampire princess? Sucking more blood? <laughs> just shots. While, uh, you know, his brother, Will Sharp, is having yeah. a conversation with Ken. Yeah. He's yeah. driving, but he's just shouting at them in the back. Yeah. He's like, you hear him What faintly. is happening over there? What? He's like, Oh, my name is actually Daniel. But people call me Danny. No, I don't give a I fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> to, give, to be positive with the man, like I said, I like the chase sequence. There are moments when get particularly interesting. I think he's at, he is at his best when he puts a lot of layers under high tension moments. And by a lot of layers, I mean different characters are thinking about different things and wanting for things and are in different places communicating. And to do, to all need to do this one thing. For example, there's a surgery scene, and the whole layers in which it happens, it's they're taking care of this police officer taken down by a bullet inside of a moving ambulance, and they bring on via video call a whole team of American surgeons through the country. And there's the cop also communicating with her to try and see if she can communicate with Will because he's a softer one. So, uh, you know, there's this, you start to see these different intentions inside the, inside the ambulance of opposing views or who can ally with whom, you know, in that tight space and the, the surgery happening. I will say, you know, I wasn't expecting them to put their hands in the belly of that man. And when, once they took the spleen, which I don't know how that happens, <laughs> but once they took the spleen and extract the bullet and that, you know, that blood came off, I was like, whoa, you know, I, I was scared at that moment. Or for example, I think he very expertly once they get saved by uh, the um, the Latin American kind of allies, gangsters, that side of the family, and to go to their warehouse. And all of a sudden, Bill Sharp gets shot by Cam. And that shot itself had a different quality of slow motion. You know, I gasped like, <gasps> you know, and I was like, oh my God, he is die, you know. So I had genuine reactions of worry for the characters at certain points. And I was genuinely surprised. So I give that credit to him that within the flow of the action sequence, he was capable of surprising me and has well, for example, another scene that works at that sense of high intention, different layers happening, two characters thinking about another thing, two other characters in another place trying to drive at another thing. And so you have the audience ends up having more information than the characters themselves. Another situation of the kind is when uh, Bill and Danny are at like driving the van. They are under this underpass and there are these snipers in position. They think that the police officer inside the van has gone has gone dead. They try to hit them. There's this moment where it's possible and Cam in communication with uh, with the officer manages to tell uh, the FBI officer manages to tell him, no, no, he's alive. And so everything changes. And there's this sudden moment when Bill through the, the skills that he has with the, with, with the you know, with his driving, manages to flee the bullets, and that's amazing. I think that was a that was a great uh, moment of fast-paced cutting, jump cuts, and uh, I was gripped to that moment. You know, I was at the edge of my seat. You know, so these were some moments uh, during the chase that he managed to keep things fresh, managed to keep things excited, and to bring on in this confined space of an ambulance new moments, and that I was not expecting. And it's interesting that for this character of Danny that we know know. Uh, he only introduces these Latino allies later in the film. He doesn't try to, you know, impose that on us from the beginning. He leaves that for later. So that comes off as completely new when he manages to pull that off. And I really believe they're going to make it after they, they kill the cops. And uh, I was surprised that he killed his own brother. I, I'm a little bit, you know, should I have done that? Should I, should I have 
he not done that, you know, but um, yeah, you know, he manages to pull off some surprises during the chase. They are very fresh and interesting. Like I said, my, the biggest problems I have are the, with the beginning, with the beginning of the film, where I think it's just to me is his inadequacy to to do things, and so he to do things more contained, more and more, more attending to the nuance of drama and so he stays in within what he calls his own style i think it's uh it's, it's inadequacy of doing things a different way so he gets to his comfort zone of i'm gonna do things like i've learned in my commercial heyday of video clips or whatever before he was you know a filmmaker like that's every director is sort of like that you know they do the way that they're comfortable with doing things i mean obviously to different degrees I think if suddenly the beginning was a very camera down on the tripod, just structured each shot, very lasting long, going there and there, you'd be like, did someone else direct this? How is this directed by Michael Bay? Because I, I really don't feel that. I don't feel like the the bank scene demands more containment than it's as. I think the oh no, does it I wouldn't say that the well bank scene demands containment per se. That's a little bit different. I would say. Uh, I think contentment for sure in the very first scene where he's on the phone with that nurse trying to get a surgery for his wife. But I mean, that scene isn't... Yeah. That like scene is not that uncontained in the sense that, okay, he has, the he has a moving the camera, but... That. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, he does have moving the camera, way he not treats tripod, music. But... The way he treats music for that scene, it already feels like I'm reaching the freaking climax of the movie. It's like this swooping, big ass music, loud. It feels like it's the tone of an action scene and, and quick cuts and this sun going in and he's on the brink of getting something. I need this call. And it's just the, the, the obvious, you know, it, to me, it also, it, there's other layers to this. It's the, the obvious meanings within the dialogue, cutting to the face of the baby, the face of the wife, witnessing that whole thing. I'm just so faced by the whole thing. I, I can't take it. I, I'm 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 unnerved by it. But I mean, then I, I, I agree that it's like a, yeah. a bit of a, it's a cliche. I mean, obviously, the 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 dying wife or whatever the the guy that needs the money. His whole characters feel but like yeah. You, you have to ignore that. You have to ignore that. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's, it serves the bigger purpose. I mean, it's like it's not you have to ignore, but it, it's so ignorable. It's so easy to ignore that part. It's literally in the beginning. It's just like, yeah, okay, I get it. You have to establish this, the, the need for money in this very corny way. But then it's the done, thing, you know. The thing is, no, the, you see, the thing is, you accept Michael's style. I think that's what it is. You accept mm -hmm. Michael's style, you don't mind. You can see what he's going for. And I'm constantly thinking, I've seen this in other movies where I better like the style. And I see this as possible. He did not approach this with the thought, how can I make this... Oh, interesting. <laughs> he decided to approach it in the same way he approached he, nice No, to him, this second. is interesting. But to him, this is interesting. But really and and you also have to, to compare it to his other films, which are much cornier, especially the Transformers films, when it comes to emotional moments and interaction between characters, and especially the, the teenagers in the Transformers. I mean, you get a sense that it's all very... Uh, well, it's corny. The word is corny, and in here at least it has some degree of of relatability because they're brothers, and uh, even though the the, the emotional uh, premise is a bit cliche, at least it works, and it, it and it works as a base for the, for the rest. So I don't know. It just feels more serious, at least to me, than if you compare it to the Transformers films, which. 
Fair enough. Sort of thing. Well, I, I, the Transformers movies have a lot of big ass CGI filling up the screen, and in the you know the protagonist is a teenager, so even more. I, one of the things I noted about this movie is that the characters feel like overgrown teenagers. <laughs> All of them feel like overgrown teenagers, and then the comic reliefs don't really work as comic reliefs. Like the guy who is the partner paramedic to Ken. My God, how annoying! And then the guy who is the partner cop to. The other cop who gets shot, my God, how annoying. No, but those uh, guys aren't comic reliefs. Yeah, that's not a comic I think Jake Gyllenhaal no, 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 is the, the biggest comic relief. The guy relief. who gets yeah, shot, the policeman who gets shot and, he's, and goes into the bank. To, that's a know. comic relief more than the other guy. No, that that's the one I'm saying. That he's a comic ah, you relief. said the partner of the guy who gets shot, I thought you meant. I, I no, I think, I think after Jake but Gyllenhaal, yeah. the biggest comic relief is that sergeant guy with the dog. Yeah, yeah. The yeah it's true, but the I don't FBI, have a problem yeah. with that guy. I have a problem with the paramedic one. Who then says that line, you're the best paramedic in town. You can't yeah, that, get that, the inside in yeah, 20 yeah, minutes. That's a classic. But <laughs> nobody wants to partner with you. You have all these to, amazing cuts, stats. Cuts to her sad face and the music. And I'm like, oh, for fuck. Yes, I, I do all those things. But at the end of the day, I'm a humble person. It's just, I don't, I don't the, the cuts to the close-ups and the music. It's, it's in a nerve really easy to so ignore. much. <laughs> for me. Hmm? For me, it's very easy to ignore. You know, like, like, I agree, it's corny. <laughs> very much. I guess it's a, it's a question of... You know, what's interesting about it is that in this situation, the reason, one of the big reasons why you can accompany this film is that you have very good actors selling and believing in this yeah. dialogue who belongs to overgrown teenagers. And you... You, you're, you just had to say it again. I just you had to, to say it again. again. Just had the phrase. Yeah, but here what's interesting in... Uh, contrast to other films is that it's not the actors that are over the top although they have over the top moments it's the performance of the camera that is over the top you know in roger corman's films you would say that the actors are over the top the technique is very well done and you have a lot to point out in that regard it's what sustains the film here you are you have the actors sustaining the film i think for me uh throughout um otherwise i don't know has to work out some kinks with the camera. I think sometimes he uses the drone in a kind of a, a bit of a bit of a shallow way, where he mm-hmm. just goes through a building and then reverses and goes down. And he does this a lot with kind of no real reason because it just seems like a random building to do it on. Sometimes it doesn't even relate to the to the scene itself or where the movement of the characters uh, is. And there, it's where I mo- mo- most agree that uh, he does it for the flashy sense and. And less so because it's it's relevant to the scene. Uh, because sometimes it's not even contained within the scenes. It just goes to a building to do the the, the drone shot. <laughs> the high rise. Um, I mean, it's yeah. the bank, I guess. It's uh, but it's yeah. punctuation that's you know doesn't quite it's work. Still, it's still it's still good looking, but yeah, exactly. That's why it doesn't bother me too much. Like I like looking at it. It's okay, but. Uh, doesn't serve. And that and that shot of the drone under the car is amazing. Let's I have that a one very like primal reaction to it of aversion <laughs> i cannot nah. see it any other way like i look at it and i'm like mm, you have know. to adapt you have to adapt i can the, scientifically understand your view fine <laughs> but it's just now within my system of taste i look at it and i'm like oh Jesus. <laughs> i even say it in portuguese latino i had those because jesus christ uh no i mean it's not you know, it doesn't conduce to anything. It doesn't unveil anything. It's just, I can see his thought was, 
that this thought was, let's make this job because it looks cool and dynamic, yo. You know, I just think of him in that video club, you know. But uh, some, sometimes you just want a film that, that bumps up your adrenaline, you know. That's yeah. not an excuse. That's not an excuse new. to not make a good film on all corners. No, but there's a lot of films that aim at bumping up and they're just boring and they don't work and yes. they're annoying. And That's true. Not That's true. Case for me. I think this one is a perfect film to watch, like perfect entertainment. You know, it's not great character work. It's not perfect emotionally. But there, are, as you were saying, there are some moments that do work that you do feel for the characters. I think more because the actors are so likable at points. But you know, as a you know, as a piece of entertainment, I think it's uh, it's as good as Michael Bay has done probably. And uh, it for me, it's up there with. You know, like the films you were mentioning um, before, like Baby Driver, Kingsman. I think this one, for me, easily beats those ones. But Heat, for example, I, this does not compare to any Michael Mann film. Like, not even, mm -hmm. it's not a fair compare. Because Michael Mann, for me, is more, you know, I take him not to be too condescending with Michael Bay, but I take Michael Mann a little more seriously. His films, like, this film, I, I'm more in the mindset of, stupid fun well-made stupid fun and i think again from that perspective this is great work even if there are some things that he still needs to tune you know especially the 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 work with the drones to to really bring something out of it that is more special but yeah but as michael mike was saying there's that shot of the the police car going above and the drone going under it i love looking at that but I yeah. wish it was a little longer or a little more like there was more of a choreography to it throughout mm -hmm. the film. But yeah. I still I can see that uh, he's developing something that is, you know, can be good for Hollywood to to experiment with. Right. Yeah. And it was okay. refreshing Fair to enough. see a film without CGI from Michael Bay. Sure. Especially yeah. considering his, his last films. Uh, so. I mean, he must have CGI in some yeah, corners, no, but, but it's not, not uh, at the level of Transformers, of yeah. course. It's no, like it's a film, it's mostly, you can see it's practical in a lot of ways. Yeah. Of course, yeah, there's yeah. CGI, of course, yeah. Yeah, there's CGI, but it's like details and yeah, correct. Like things, Nolan not, films not, have but, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not, ba not basing themselves in, in CGI. Because, you know, you have to take it um, considering his last films as well. That's why I'm trying to make parallels. Or at least go back to some of his other films because otherwise it's it's a good action film, but perhaps not as good. But if you look at his recent films, at least you see some some change and some momentum and some trying to do something new with with drones. Yeah, which I think is I'm a bit more... like talking about you know using the IMAX format for close-ups with Oppenheimer. I mean, it's about trying to come up with different ways technically to. To tell stories and it's not always perfect but at least it did something um different and original and it's not a lot of directors out there doing interesting shots with drones fair enough you know i mm -hmm. think i totally agree on the on the aspect of of the drones and that, that it's uh, very interesting the way that he uses them uh, and that he's you know for what can be said you know he's uh, breaking you know uh, the ways to do filmmaking in Hollywood, at least by the way he uses them, with those sudden curves, you know, at at high altitudes and going under vehicles and whatnot. It's very entertaining, you know. I love that shot of the police car going under it. I totally agree. 
and I think he can still develop and refine it. To me, it's the question of when Nolan picks up IMAX and he uses it for the big screen to create these close-ups, he's right there using it at 100% of efficiency. When he picks up a drone because he doesn't know what he wants from it, he instantly gets at his first feeling of what he wants to take from the shot and doesn't think about it because all is boing, you know, he gets there, he does the yeah, but shot. It's, again, it's not fair to compare him with Nolan the same way... Uh... It's not you don't fair need to compare, compare with him with, with man. Just, it's less like, you know, what a good director solid would do. He would think it through. It doesn't, uh, but we all agree like on those things. To try it out. Yes, but we all agree on those things. I mean, no one's... All your criticism is valid. I mean, we all... Re, I, I think it's just the angle... Ultimately, we all choose, agree with it. Yeah. I think it's just the angle at which you choose to approach this film. You can approach it as... I understand this Michael Bay. I understand what he has done in the past. And I mean for the fun. And you will have person who will not come at it, you know, from that angle, who just won't resist, who will just resist his style, you know. Uh, that's me, I guess, you know, I, I have the... That's you. And that's all for today, folks. If you'd like to reach out and suggest a film for the next episode, you can find us on the podcast official Instagram and Facebook pages. Feel free to subscribe, share the episode, or simply give us a like. That's how our podcast can grow ever more groovy. And if you're on YouTube and want to see more videos like this, check out this next video right here. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye.